it's time to start diving into the NFL draft. But my only question is, where the fuck was 40-year-old freshman quarterback Paul Blank? What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. Find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 13. What's going on, everybody? We've uh, not been talking for about a week. I've been trying to get these quarterbacks bro- broken down. That is exactly where we're going to start. Um, and then move on, you know, to all the different positions. We'll take a look at, uh, you know, the outside positions of... Um, you know, running back, wide receiver, tight end, QB, the ones that you are going to be looking for for fantasy football specifically. But, you know, we'll, we'll go through and take a look at the O-lines and D-lines and linebacking cores and the secondary guys and just kind of go over um, what the scouts are seeing with these guys. Uh, we'll probably just deal with mostly a lot of the top 10 type guys, but I'm going to try and get through all of them as much as possible. The tertiary type players like that, where we're not looking for our fantasy drafts, probably really won't spend as much time on them. But if you are looking at your NFL draft spreadsheets, which I sent you some updates, I did send you some of the top five, what uh, the different sites are looking at for the top five projected players um, at different sites. I have marked if they are projected as D tackle, like say for the defensive line, if they're uh, projected for D tackles or if they're for your um, defensive ends, uh, outside linebacker type guys, um, those are noted in there. So just take a look in there. It's kind of fun. You know, we're just really just kind of wrapping our heads around the players themselves. Um, I'm not an expert by any means whatsoever, but I'll just kind of tell you what I'm kind of looking at. Um, and seeing who we're going to look for forward to uh, this year, for especially for uh, dynasty leagues and stuff like that. But um, most of the dynasty stuff won't happen until after the draft. But once we know where where people are at, um, where where what it looks like against the depth charts and stuff like that, that's why it was it's more important, to, in my opinion, to keep up on those 
depth charts, which we should see those resurface again on Sunday with another update. I've been trying to keep up on them as the week has gone on, but uh, let's quit uh, fucking around and uh, let's get in here. Let's go through the quarterbacks. Uh, you guys sh- do have the spreadsheets as I sent those out before I started recording this morning, so um, if you want to open them up and take a look in there, like I said, you can look at the other positions. You can see where the top five guys are. Um, if I have some more time, I'll project it out for the top ten, um, which you know I'm going to have to go through through their projections of where where they expect their top you know rated guys. I'm going to have to update that by the week anyway. So um, expanding to ten isn't going to be shouldn't take a lot of time. Shouldn't be a, you know a terrible th- ordeal. But uh, yeah, let's start up. Let's start with Kelly Bryant. Now, the funny part is that PFF uh, Pro Football Focus um, doesn't have a round projection for Kelly Bryant, uh, redshirt senior out of Missouri, <clears throat> six foot three, two hundred twenty-five pounds. He's a really good sized quarterback. Uh, invited to the combine, but you know, like I said, uh, PFF didn't have a round projection on him, and then I found. Um, Looking through NFL.com, he is projected as a quarterback, uh, more of a UDFA, undrafted free agent. So that's probably why they didn't delve into him. Uh, but there was another quarterback, and I'll get into that a little bit later here, that Pro Football Focus actually had on their chart but wasn't actually at the draft combine. So I had to go back and, and put him in, um, noting you know he wasn't at the combine. You won't see any stats or anything on that. So... Um, but, uh, I, I like the kid, uh, combine. He was not, he was, had some nice, strong and accurate throws on there. Uh, he was a transfer from Clemson to Missouri in 2019, uh, has the ability to pull the ball in and run, which, you know, most NFL teams nowadays are looking at, uh, keeps his eyes downfield when he's on the move, which I really, really like. Um, but the only real issue is that on deep throws, he tends to make the wide receiver stop for the ball, which means he's not leading them. That's a big red flag. That's probably why he's dropping uh, in projections. Next on our list is, of course, Joe Burrow, who is you know projected to go to Cincinnati Bengals at number one. Um, didn't participate in the scouting combine other than throwing to the wide receivers. Uh, mostly from you know his own team, he was a transfer from Ohio State to LSU in 2018. Uh, very fluid on his arm action and his footwork. Very very good. Very very polished. Um, that probably has a little bit. I, you know, I'm not taking anything away from Joe Burrow, but I think he's been just really really coached well. Um, the only question I have is, you know, really when you look at the draft in itself, and you look at all the LSU players that are. Um, up for getting drafted this season, you know, you kind of take a look and you go, was it primarily Joe Burrow or was it the weapons that he had? Um, it's a bit of both. Um, he did face, you know, SEC competition, which is highly regarded uh, everywhere as being the top, uh, as being the toughest competition out there as far as leagues and stuff. So, or conferences, I should say, but, um, very good. Run he can run effectively if he's needed. Keeps his eyes downfield and doesn't lock onto his receiver, um, which is very very good. Um, I like Joe Burrow. Uh, I think there's going to be you know a little bit of bumps on the road, but I 
you know, I'm not going to take anything away from him. Um, he is definitely he's one of the better quarterbacks that I've looked at. You know, been doing this what we've been looking at this since 2017 was the first time I actually started looking at draft stuff. So he's definitely one of the better quarterbacks that I've seen um, on tape and all and all that and whatnot. Uh, PFF uh, round projection, top five pick, ESPN rank number one, NFL NFL.com though. And the NFL.com stuff is all going to come out of Bucky Brooks's list. Um, I respect Bucky Brooks, but sometimes he kind of goes on his own tangent. Uh, he's kind of one of those guys that uh, he's trying to get clicks and stuff on there. So I take a lot of his stuff with a grain of salt on there. But uh, it is important just to kind of see what other people are saying. And I kind of wanted to have um, three sites on there, not just having two because, you know, I don't really respect ESPN all that much. But um, I do actually like their draft coverage with McShay and um, Count Chocula, So Next on our list is Kevin Davidson out of Princeton. He's a senior, six four, 225 pounds. Um, at the combine, he was a little inaccurate, threw both too short and too high. Um Looking at the game film, uh, the issues did show up from the combine on there. He's not very mobile. Mobile. He's not very mobile. Uh, he can throw on the run, but he's just he just comes off as kind of a meh. You know, nothing nothing really too impressive. He's more of a game manager type, not a thrilling process, uh, prospect. That's why I was kind of surprised. PFF has him projected for the sixth round. Um, I would rather take a shot on Kelly Bryant before I'd ever take a shot on Kevin Davidson. Um, but of course, you know, Ivy league quarterback, so smart guy. Um, yeah, who knows next on our list, Jacob Eason out of Washington. He's a junior six foot six, 227 pounds combine. He was a little strong on the throws, um, but he had better ball placement on film when he was looking at, uh, uh, the Washington, the Washington film on him. He has really good zip on the ball. And that showed up, you know, at both the combine and um, on his tape. Uh, he's a pocket passer, but can move the pocket. Uh, he can run a little bit, not not too much, but uh, he does tend to lock his eyes on the first read, so that's going to need some work. Give him a couple of years to sit and learn, and he could be a stud. Um, PFF has him as round four projection. I did like I did like that kid um, a lot when I was looking at him. Um, you, you know, taller quarterbacks, you, you kind of, you think of some of these guys like Brock Osweiler who were, you know, really super tall and stuff, and you kind of have some worries there. Um, but he can move. I mean, he had a 4.8940 yard dash. So um, I like Jacob Eason. I think he could be a steal in the fourth round. Um, <clears throat> somebody may jump up in the third, but I really doubt it. Now, here here we go. Here's the fucking whipping boy out of Georgia, Jake Fromm. Junior, six foot two, two 219 pounds. Combine. Led his receiver well, um, but he was just a little off. I fucking hate his footwork. He can't stop moving him. And it's not like, you know, that little pawing on the ground, you know, that you used to see with Peyton Manning. It's not that. He's fucking moving his feet all over the place. <clears throat> He's not getting set up right. His arm slot is way off. 
um, where the ball comes off at a 45-degree angle and it tends to wobble with no zip. I believe in in my lowly my lowly opinion, it's going to flame out quick. He would need extensive work to be ca- uh, work to be a capable starting NFL quarterback. PFF has him projected in round two. ESPN has him as the f- number five quarterback. Bucky Brooks didn't rank him in the top five. Interesting. This is kind of why I kind of want to go ba- go back in and do uh, top tens. NFL, your NFL.com with Bucky Brook one. He's only doing top five. I'm going to see if I can find something else <clears throat> through NFL.com um, and see if I can find something that's got a top 10 in there. But um, when we talk about arm slot, what I'm primarily looking forward, forward to is, all right, imagine you have football, you're throwing it, right? Zero degree angle is completely straight up in the air, right? So you're working down to 90, fully horizontal. So if you take that, just pretend you have the ball and bring that up to a 45-degree angle, that's where he's releasing it from. What I'm looking for is somewhere between the zero and about 20, 25 degrees, somewhere in there. That's what I'm looking for if I'm saying he's got a good arm slot. You get to the 45, nope gets a little bit worrisome. Some of these guys are throwing at a 60, so bring it down to about a 60. That's almost, ha- you know, that's partially, that's, you know, that that whole sidearm type throw. We're going to talk about this as we keep going because some of these guys tend to lift up their back legs and they dip their shoulder to the left. So it's bringing, <clears throat> so it's bringing that arm slot kind of out. Well, it's still kind of that same arm slot, but you're hitting at a different angle. So we'll we'll talk about it. Jake Fromm was the first one <clears throat> where I started kind of noticing some of this shit. And uh, yeah, he's horrible. He's gonna be another George quarterback that just you know is not good. Last good, <laughs> good, decent quarterback to come out of Georgia has been has been Stafford, and that's been about it. Everybody else has just kind of failed. Next, we got Anthony Gordon out of Washington State. He's a senior, six foot three, two hundred and ten pounds. Uh, did not <clears throat> perform at the combine um, as far as like say the forty yard dash, bench bench press, or whatnot. He did participate in the throwing portion of it. Uh, he was a little high in his throws, um, but then when you look at game film and stuff. When he wants to zip the ball into the receiver, he can do it easily, but puts a shitload of air under the ball on the longer throws. <clears throat> and like I said, it looks like he's trying to do that drop the ball into the basket type drill where he, he, he's got a huge angle at the release point. It doesn't come it wasn't coming out flat, you know, flatter. You know, you take it and it was it was when he was releasing it. It was almost looks like a hail mary, where the guy's throwing, where your quarterback's throwing it like higher than forty five degrees. It almost comes out like a like a fifty to fifty five degree angle, and he would drop it over the top on like every throw. Flicks his wrist when he throws, and has more of an open stance. It's 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 really fucking goofy looking. Um, it's not terrible. Like he, it can be worked out, but it's almost like the way that he's throwing it is almost like I said, 
where he's like a shortstop, maybe even a third baseman, where he's getting it and then just completely exaggerated throwing it to first to first base, throw a guy out on you know you know some dribbler. It's really weird if you look at if you actually look him up and look at it, you'll see what I'm saying. Um, I was trying to translate it a little bit to baseball just because I'm bored. There's no baseball going on. But uh, that's what I've seen. Uh, PFF projects him in the third round. Uh, I think that's about right. I think you could see between him him and uh, Jacob Eason, I think you could flip those two either way. Next on the list we have is Justin Abair <clears throat> or Herbert out of uh, Oregon. Senior six foot six, two hundred and thirty seven pounds at the combine. He looked really good and he was accurate. He has a really long release. He's accurate on the throws, but the release time in I in my opinion could kill him. He's not afraid to run. He is a runner. He's very accurate on the move too, which is what I like. He reminds me a little bit of Lamar the way he runs, not so much on the throwing. Um and when he sees the opportunity he's going to take it. But he does he does try to avoid big contact. He gets down quickly, um, and he will, you know, tend to slide. PFF uh, projects him in round one. ESPN has him as the fourth uh, ranked quarterback, and NFL.com has him ranked as the third. I'm a little worried about him. I think he could be good in the right situation. Um if you're telling me he's a first round prospect, but he's not going to go in the top five, if he's going to go later in the first round and end up on a better team, I think he could have success. If he ends up being one of these guys that's going to get taken in the top 10, I think he's going to have issues, but we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to see what happens. If he can sit, that's what I prefer. Um, You'd almost want any quarterback that you draft to be able to sit for a year, uh, possibly two. But, you know, in this day and age, they're generally getting drafted in the first round. They're drafted to get started right away. Next guy that we have on the list, this is the guy that was left out um, from when I originally set this all up from the scouting combine. And this is Tyler Huntley out of Utah. He's a senior, six foot one, 205 pounds. PFF has him uh, projected as a fifth-round quarter uh, take here. Blah, blah, blah. Fifth-round draft pick. I like his arm slot, and I like where he plays the ball for the receiver. He leads the receiver through the route. He can run, and he keeps his eyes downfield. The only thing that he has problems with is he tends to lock onto the one receiver. So it's like he comes out, he doesn't turn. They don't have him turn one way and then look the other, you know, to look off like the safeties in the corners. Um, and that's going to be troublesome. I do, I do like him, though. Um, especially if he's a fifth rounder, if you're taking him, you're taking him specifically to be a backup. Um, he could improve over time. I don't hate him. Um, I liked him a little bit better than Kelly Bryant, um, but he's going to need some work. Next we have is Jalen Hurts out of Oklahoma, six foot two senior, two hundred twenty-five pounds. At the combine, uh, when he was throwing. He needed to lead his receiver a little bit better. He runs exactly like Lamar Jackson. He has an over-the-top delivery, 
but he brings the ball up from the hip in a circular motion to the release point. He needs to be a lot quicker with it. Tends to leave it down there and drags it out. Um, PFF has him as a fifth-round pick. NFL.com has him as the number five. Now, when I did all of the write-ups, I did this before I did any of like the NFL and the ESPN stuff. Um, so what I said was, I don't think he makes it out of the third round, maybe as high as the second because of the talent. He would work better in an offense tailored around his running ability, much like Lamar Jackson. I stick by that. I don't think he's going to make it out of the third round. I think somebody's going to take him based on the talent itself. Um, I don't hate him. Um, it, he's he's very much like Lamar ja- Lamar Jackson when he came out of Louisville. It was kind of that same. It was kind of that same idea in there. Um, but and then you know the Baltimore Ravens took him in the first round. So I mean he could go that high. I doubt it. Um, probably somewhere in the low second, um, early third, somewhere in there. Next, we have Brian Lewerke out of Michigan State, senior, six foot three, two hundred sixteen pounds at the combine. Needs to lead receiver better. Um, <clears throat> arm slot is a little off, which could be the reason he can't lead the receiver. He's very, very he was very, very off. Um, he can run, but he looks to throw first. He locks on. He's another one that locks onto his first his first read. Uh, pro Football Focus projection round seven UDFA. I don't like him at all. I would never want him on the Packers. So you know, and that has nothing to do with him really being out of Michigan State. It's just I, I've seen enough Lewerke watching Big Ten, you know, Big Ten Network and stuff to know that he is not a very good quarterback. So I'll pass. Next on the list we have is Brian Love out of Utah State. This is a little darling in here. Uh, junior, six foot four, two hundred twenty-five pounds. Uh, at the combine, he was crisp, clean, and accurate. Deep ball looked really good. Uh, on the film, like his arm slot and his release timing, lots of zip on the ball. He can make all the throws and do can straight drop the ball over the top of a defender to his five foot seven inch wide receiver. And I believe that kid's name was uh, was Tompkins. That motherfucker could drop that over a six foot tall secondary uh, guy in the secondary safety corner. He'd drop it over the top, right to outstretched arms. So, <clears throat> picture this, okay? You got a wide receiver going towards goal line, right? Heading, you know, the way the offense is going. He's got a guy behind him over the top. He drops it over. That guy, his wide receiver can hold out his arm, his hands and pick that ball out. That's skill, dude. Especially for for how short his wide receiver that that his one of his main wide receivers were. It's awesome. He very very much reminds me of Mahomes when he when he throws on the run. He's pretty damn accurate when he's doing it. Pro Football Focus has him projected for a third round. Um, I think he, I think he could easily go up into the second. Uh, ESPN ranks him as the number three quarterback of the draft. NFL.com had him ranked at number four. So third round, yeah, very much so. Would probably be early. Somebody would move up to get him. Um, otherwise, probably late second. 
here we go. Jake Luton out of Oregon State, redshirt senior, six foot seven, two hundred twenty nine pounds. At the combine, he was a little off. Doesn't lead the receiver. He's a very hard thrower with a very exaggerated back leg pickup on throws, which to me means that he's putting as much as possible in his throws. He fucking zips it, dude. He can put some lift into the ball on longer throws, but seems to prefer zipping it in there without much of an angle. So it's not coming out. It's not coming out with much height. It's, he's zipping it right over the heads of guys. That could be troublesome at times. Um, that's something that can definitely be worked on. He can run and throw while on the run. I like him, but I would prefer, um, uh, but would still need a year or two to sit and watch, in my opinion. Uh, Pro Football Focus has him projected in round four. I like the kid. Uh, he very much reminds me of Brett Favre as far as just fucking throws it. But Favre was also a guy that could throw it with that same amount of power with both his feet basically on the ground. Um, that exaggerated leg pickup worries me a bit because he could end up, you know, really over pivoting on that front leg and really throwing off his throws um, against NFL defenses. Cole McDonald, Hawaii, junior, six foot four, two hundred twenty pounds. Oh, back to Luton. Um, yeah, we got the whole Osweiler effect too. Six foot seven, fucking tall. He doesn't. He's. It's funny too because he's not. He doesn't look that goofy. He doesn't really look like he's six seven when he's on tape, but um, really super tall quarterbacks worry me just a little bit. But back to Cole McDonald, the junior uh, at the combine. He has very long. He has very long wind up, but he's very accurate with it. So he's timing it out. But we still don't like that long uh, wind up. Arm slot is okay, but the long wind up shows up at times. Um, but not as much as I thought it would. So <clears throat> it's almost like he knows it's there. So <clears throat> they've been working on it. It, it it's really weird it's every, every once in a while he's really long but it's weird i don't know if it's just because he was at the fucking combine so he knew he had time and that's why his wind up was that bad <clears throat> but it like i said it didn't show up nearly as much as i thought he's another guy though who throws hard with the exaggerated leg kick really picking it up um can pull it down and run when needed keeps eyes downfield before pulling it down good Puts the ball where only the receiver could get it and puts more air in it on long throws so receiver could catch up to the throw. He's very, very good. He's very, very accurate. I did not expect to like a Hawaii quarterback, but I actually like this kid. Uh, pro football focus round four. He's probably going to be more of a round five guy. Like I said, I think uh, Jalen Hurts kind of moves up a little bit in her but Cole McDonald, keep an eye on him. Um, I kind of like him. Next on our list is Steven Montez out of Colorado. He's a six foot four, two hundred thirty one pound senior. At the combine, he was accurate, leads receiver, strong throws. He had one flat long throw, but looked good overall. But talk about it! <laughs> talk about I fucking a wide receiver. Of course, when it's wide receiver project, Lavisca Chenault, you'll understand why. Cannot wait to get to that kid. Uh, wide receiver 
Uh, I like his throwing motion and his willingness to stand in the pocket. He can run, and when he does, he looks really, really good doing it. He can really take off. Uh, 40-yard dash time was 4.68, so the kid's got some fucking wheels. Um, But he's going to be a project quarterback that could be a gem if he gets with the right coaching staff. Uh, Pro Football Focus has him projected in round six. I think that could be a real, real steal. I mean, you're – is he ever going to become a – a stud NFL quarterback, you know, you're going to project a guy in the round six and then say that it's really kind of, that's really kind of be a ballsy, but uh, he, he definitely has, I think he's got the skills to be a capable NFL starter, um, but he's probably going to end up being more of a, um, a backup. Um, the whole eyeballing with Chenault, Chenault could have been the guy that was really bringing him up um, as far as the throwing and stuff like that, <clears throat> rather than Montez uh, bringing Chenault up. So, next guy we got is James Morgan out of Florida International, six foot four, two hundred thirteen pound senior. At the combine, nice and accurate, a little high in throws, uh, leads a little far in the longer throws. Surprisingly, when he got to the film, he doesn't lead receivers at all. Throws relatively short, allowing defenders to gobble up receivers. Leans heavily into throws, but it doesn't give him more strength on the throws. That was interesting. Um, He very, very much goes into a lean. Here's what I'll say. The lean brings his arm slot to a 45-degree angle, but when he throws it in full standing, the ball comes out at almost a 60-degree angle. So hold that ball at about a 60-degree angle and lean to your left. To bring it to a 45. That's what I'm talking about. That's fucking terrible. So I don't like him at all. He's either not coached well or he's or he's just lazy. You know, you went to Florida International. What the fuck is he going to do? You go to Florida International and you're not expecting to be an NFL prospect quarterback. So uh, PFF projection round seven or UDFA, I'd probably say a UDFA. I wouldn't draft him at all. If I'm seeing that, then they've got to be seeing that. Next on our list, we have a Shea Patterson out of Pit, out of Pittsburgh, Michigan, six foot one, two hundred twelve pound senior. At the combine, had a good ball, not a lot of zip on the throw, uh, not great arm strength on deep balls. And then I got to the film, and I kind of liked him. Throws a nice ball at all levels. Definitely he's been coached up by Har- uh, Jim Harbaugh, um, which is good. It's a great coach to be coached up, and uh, he can run when needed and has some speed. Good ball placement puts it where only the receiver can get it. Uh, interesting to see if somebody grabs him around earlier and tries to groom him into a capable NFL quarterback. Uh, PFF has him projected at round six. Um, I think that's about right. Uh, it would make sense. That would be the Brady round. <laughs> Brady was a Michigan quarterback. So um, is he going to be the next Tom Brady? I, I doubt it. But uh, I was really expecting to hate Shea Patterson. and uh, But to be completely honest, when I was watching film on him, I was just kind of like, wow, I really kind of undersold um, him in his career at Michigan. You know, and I'm a Wisconsin guy, so fuck Michigan, fuck the Wolverines. But um, I like him. I, I, think he, I think he could be... I think he could be decent. He he could definitely make it as a backup. Um, 
you know, and then fill in if the starter got hurt. But uh, I think he's actually got. I think he's got a shot. I think he's got to be shot just to be a capable starter. Nothing really uh, fandangly special, but on a Nate Stanley out of Iowa, six foot four, two hundred thirty-five pound senior at the combine, he looked decent. A little inaccurate on, but he can throw deep. Uh, on the film, he has decent mechanics and his deep ball is good. Contested catches should be more attributed to his wide receivers rather than his throws. Uh, maybe makes it as backup, but probably out of the league in a couple of years. PFF has him uh, as a round six. I would say seven UDFA somewhere in there. Um, I didn't. I didn't hate him, but there wasn't anything that really thrilled me on there. Uh, the contested catches. The reason why I put the contested catches on there is, I mean, the receivers really had to fucking uh, do a lot to get at him. Um, that had nothing to do with Nate Stanley's throws. Now we have Tua Tagovailoa, the junior, six foot one, two hundred seventeen pounds, out of Alabama. This is the guy with the hip issue. Um, he's also a lefty, and I hate lefties. A quarterback that switches a lot of shit around. You have to be fully prepared. Um, you have to really be fully prepared to switch kind of your your thinking when you're putting your offensive line and stuff together. This this is kind of the reason why I'm wondering what's going on with Miami because they don't want to give uh, Laramie Tunsil the big contract. And I'm wondering if that's because they're they're definitely thinking of taking to a which means that they're going to really need a stud at the right tackle position. And if you're like a guy like Laramie Tunsil, who's been playing your you know left tackle all all of his you know uh, professional career, his college career, not paying him means that you're not willing to pay him and switch him over to right tackle, which would be a real change for him. So that has me thinking that quite possibly that Miami is where two is going to go. Um, they would really only need a capable um, guy at left tackle, really, when you think about it, because two, that's going to be to his strong side versus his weak side, which is going to be at right tackle. So, and you, of course, you cannot switch him to be a right-handed throwing quarterback. So. Um, I'm suspecting Miami's going to end up taking him, but I think it's going to be a huge mistake. Um, his arm slot is completely wretched. It's closer to the 60 degrees off the shoulder. Um, he's going to get himself in trouble with some of his decision-making. Um, it's kind of like, it's kind of like watching like Cam Newton where Cam Newton thinks he can throw it into certain spots and he really can't. Um, that's kind of what I'm looking at. Um, I have a hard time believing the passing offense worked with him and not because of the receiving options available to him. That's a huge red flag. That's more. This is way more. I'm, I'm more worried about Tua having this issue than I am Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, I mean, you don't throw fucking 60 touchdowns um, without having talent. That's that's kind of my thing with Joe Burrow. That's why I can I can say... Um, yeah, I've thought about, you know, uh, Justin Jefferson and all those guys for LSU, you know, he's had a lot of really good talent on that side, but at the same time, 
you know, Joe Burrow, you know, you throw 60 touchdowns, you got to put at least some capability in that quarterback. Um, he's a runner, but with the hip injury, will that limit him? Definitely makes him an injury risk. He's only going to really need to take one big fucking shot on that hip, and that's going to fucking break that hip. I don't care how much fucking metal's in there. PFF projection top five pick, the ESPN rank number two. Uh, Bucky Brooks, NFL.com, has him rated number one over Joe Burrow. Strongly, strongly disagree. So, that's our quarterbacks. Yeah, podcast could be a little bit short. Um, I'm going to try and focus on wide receivers this week. We do. We we have time, guys. We have time until the draft. We still have you know just under three weeks, but um, so I'm looking at getting wide receivers. You know, dealing with some of the the other positions um, this week, and then moving on to running back, and then we'll leave tight end kind of for draft week. Um, it's kind of how we did it last year when I started kind of delving in deep. Now you're understanding that. I'm really kind of expanding a little bit on here, so it takes a little bit of time. Um, but we'll take a look at we'll take a look at wide receivers this next week. I'm hoping to have another podcast out um, earlier. Um, I just you know I'm working sixty hours a week. I don't want to use that as an excuse, but um, I do have a job to do: uh, driving the truck, getting into Chicago, and making my deliveries and stuff like that. So um, I'll get everything done as fast as I possibly can with the time that I'm allotted. If you have any questions, you know where you can hit me up, um, either on Twitter or you can hit me up in the uh, uh, full-time uh, DFS Slack chat. No problems there. I'll give you some opinions on some of the guys, um, even if I haven't gotten everything done yet for the actual spreadsheet. So hope everybody's staying healthy, staying safe. Keep your social distancing. Stay the fuck away from other people. Let's just do our part. Let's do our part, everybody. Let's do our part.